0: Okay, I'm on. Amen. It's a privilege to be back in Perth, Worshipping God, this morning with you all. And I'd like to thank Pastor Mike for inviting me once again. You may be wondering why I come to Perth so often. First of all, I have my good friend, Pastor Mike, here. Secondly, I have all you great guys down here. But most of all, I have my son here and my, our, two, uh, our two grandchildren here. Children are great, right? And when you, how many of you are grandparents? Don't you love to spend time with your grandkids? Amen? Ch- little children, they are lovely. Reminds me of a story. Little Johnny, three-year-old, came to visit and spend the weekend with his grandparents And grandma had a a lunch fellowship with the ladies from the church. So brought little Johnny along. Midway through the lunch, little Johnny said, Mama, I want to urinate. Shocked the grandma a bit. He said, be a bit more polite. I tell you what, next time you want to urinate, you tell grandma, I want to sing song." And grandma would know what to do. That evening, little Johnny slept with grandpa. Midway through the night, little Johnny woke up and said, Grandpa, I want to sing song. (laughs) Why do you want to sing song? It's middle of the night. Shh, just go and sleep. A little while more, grandpa, I want to sing song. And grandpa says, if you want to sing songs, sing love softly into grandpa's ears. <laughs> Little children are great. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> okay, this morning I want to share with you a message entitled, Miracles Do Happen. Amen. Amen. Mir- miracles do happen and they're still happening. In fact, it's happening every single day of our lives. Scientists say out there, there are millions of asteroids and meteoroids. You all know what they are, right? Floating around in space. Many of them, big enough to destroy the whole earth if there's a collision with the earth. And yet we find, over the thousands of years... over the thousands of years of the earth existence, none of them have collided into the earth. God is sustaining the earth. Therefore, every single day that we live, it's a miracle. Turn to each other and say, we are indeed living in a miracle. Miracles do happen, and they happen in the ministry of Jesus Jesus, before his ministry, he spent 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness being tempted. Came out of the wilderness filled with the Holy Spirit. And then he began ministry. Change water into wine. Walk on water. Feed thousands. Five thousand with just how many? Five. Two fish and five loaves. Calm the storm. Heal the sick. Cast out demons. It's almost like a norm of his ministry. And we friends, the disciples were astonished. Who really is this man that even the winds and the storms and the waves obey him? The Pharisees, Accused Jesus of being demon-possessed. And they said, that's why he can do all these things. But Jesus turned to them and said, Would Satan destroy his own kingdom? What do miracles point to? It points to the fact that Jesus is the Son of God. And we've got anything as possible. And therefore with Jesus... Anything is possible. So miracles do happen. They happen in the ministry of Jesus. They happen also in the ministry of the apostles. The apostle Paul says this in 2 Corinthians 12 12. Can I have the next slide, please? Next slide, please. The uh, apostle Paul says this. I perceive it in demonstrating among you the marks of a true apostle, including signs, wonders, and miracles. Friends, the mark of an apostle is that signs and wonders, miracles, follow their ministry. But then God did not restrict miracles only to the ministry of Jesus and the apostles. It's meant for Every single one of us. Next slide, please. In Mark chapter 16, verse 15, this is the Great Commission. It says, And He said to them, Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe in my name, they will cast out demons, they will speak in new tongues, they will pick up sermons, uh, serpents in their hands, and if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them, and they will lay their hands on the sick, and they will recover. The B and if, are reference point, I forgot to erase them. The Great Commission is not just meant for the apostle. It's meant for every. Praise of God, all believers. We have been commanded to go forth to preach the gospel. We have been commanded that we should minister in the power of God. That signs and miracles will follow us in our ministry. And I can tell you that signs and miracles are still happening in the world today. You find preaching of the gospel, miracles being tied up together. Why? It is because signs and miracles point to the existence of a God who is powerful enough to do anything. We are living in a world that is highly materialistic, highly pragmatic. New inventions are are taking place every single day. Who has heard of mobile phones 20, 30 years ago? That you can be contacted anywhere and anytime that someone wants to contact you. And then when mobile phones came out, they were gigantic ones. Remember that? And then the, the size gets smaller and smaller. Who can imagine these things are happening? And things that were not possible in the past, Are now possible. Movies such as Jurassic Park, Transformers, and the X, uh, the what they call X Men, they are now possible. In the past, impossible. And therefore, people in the world, what are they relying on? On the on their own ingenuity, on things. That they can easily buy. They are relying on all these things. They are succeeding in their lives. Making enough to enjoy their lives. They don't see a need for a God. They don't embrace a God. But no matter how successful and how rich people are. There are certain things that are absolutely out of their control. Sicknesses, emotional hurts. Who can ever imagine themselves to be hit by a terminal disease or sickness that no doctor in the world can help them? But such things do happen. I come from a family where there are six boys and two girls, a, f- a total of eight, quite a large family. I'm fifth in the family. There are first of all six boys and then two, two girls. My fourth brother is a pediatrician, quite a famous one. People out from Indonesia, Malaysia, and all that, six him But one thing happened in his life. Many years ago, his daughter, the eldest daughter, 12 years old, was down with a rare form of cancer. Brought the daughter everywhere, trying to seek help. Nothing in the world could save the daughter. And he said this. He said, I have helped many, many children. But when it comes to my own daughter, I find myself totally helpless. I don't know what to do. Friends, out there in the world, people are crying out for help. Where they can do nothing to help themselves, where other people cannot do anything to help themselves, God can. How can we bring people who are successful, who are rich, who who are successful, who thinks they don't need God, how do we bring them to a knowledge of God? It is only when they see the power of God being demonstrated that God is indeed true. When God breaks through and heals them, when God uh, heals their hurt, their emotional hurt, when God set them free, the chance is much higher For them to believe in God. Amen. That is why we find in Mark chapter 6. Signs and miracles will follow you in your preaching or the sharing of the gospel. After all, when you share the gospel. Do you think a person who is hungry would think that there is a God who cares? After all, the person is hungry. Do you think that a person who is terminally sick would say, God is good? And say, you tell them God is good. And share the gospel, they say, God is good. Then why does he allow me to have this terminal illness? The power of God must be demonstrated. And miracles do happen. Amen? Amen. Before coming into ministry, I was working in Singapore Airlines and the policy of Singapore Airlines for us in the management area is that we are rotated every three to five years. So I've gone through various positions and in those positions, I normally have a secretary. So I had several secretaries that I've worked for, but I met one of the secretaries, Just recently, over uh, during the airline's uh, Christian Fellowship lunch, she came, she said, do you remember me? I look at her, I can tell you I did not remember her. Okay? And she says, when I was your secretary, I was going through a period of, of problem. There was a great challenge in my life, and you gave me a Bible. I don't know why you did it. But you know something? I read the Bible. I was touched by what it says. I became a Christian. Now friends, that is not the miracle itself. Yeah? And today that secretary is a pastor. I'm not saying that's not the miracle that I'm trying to share as well. (laughs) Just shows that. We don't know what happens when we begin to do some simple things like just giving away a Bible, right? What God can do with it. Shortly after she became a Christian, she was still in Singapore Airlines. A colleague came to her and said, can you pray for me? This colleague had fibroids. This secretary of mine, the past secretary, young in the faith, but she took the challenge up. Laid hand and prayed for that girl. A week later, the colleague came running up to her and said, Hey, I just went for a checkup and the doctor said the fibroids had totally disappeared. A miracle has happened. Amen. When we act out in simple faith, miracles can take place. I met this man. Several years ago, when he came to share with me, uh, share with the church, uh, his testimony. Many years ago, I don't know whether you've heard of Yen McCormick. How many of you have heard of him? Yen McCormick was a beach boy, almost like a bum. Yeah, one who loafs around just, staying by the sea, doing whatever jobs he can, but most of the time just diving and so on. One period of his life, he was in Mauritius, and they went diving. One evening, he went out diving with the boys. Normally, they put on suits, you know, the diving suit, at least protect them. But the yen went bare bodied. And during the swim in that evening, he felt a sting. Look around and saw a box jellyfish. A sting from a box jellyfish will kill you straight away. But as Yen was, after that sting, he was struggling back to the boat, he felt four more stings. A total of five bites. His friends rushed him to the hospital. His head was really spinning. He was finding the life leaving his body. Then he saw the picture of his mother praying for him. He had been brought up. The mother had been telling, telling him, if you are in danger, just cry out in the name of Jesus. That evening in the ambulance, he did just that. When he woke up, he found himself in a mortuary. He found himself in a mortuary. The technicians in mortuary stood back. Then Yen remembered. During the time when he blacked out to the time he woke up in the mortuary, first of all, he went into a very dark place. A place where he heard a lot of screaming. Then, all of a sudden, the darkness disappeared. Light appeared. It was a beautiful place. And he heard this voice. Do you want to return to earth? And Yen said, my mother was praying for me. What if she thinks that I'm in hell? That will really hurt her. So he said, yes, I want to go back. And the voice said, when you go back, go around the world sharing your experience." He did just that. His life is a miracle. And he's going around the world sharing his gospel. For my sacred praying for the, for the colleague, the collect was healed shortly after the collect came to the Lord. For Yen, he was delivered of a miracle and is going around the world sharing his testimony and bringing. Thousands of people to the Lord. Friends, miracles do happen. It is to show who God is, that he is the almighty God, that he is the creator of the earth, that nothing is impossible with him. And you too have been called up to share the gospel and to pray for the sick, to set people free and see miracles in your ministry. But right now you may say, Pastor, I don't think I can do that. When I pray, nothing will happen. Well, right now I can tell you, yes, you, you're right, nothing will happen. Not when you think in that way. If, As long as you think in that way, nothing will happen. Right? Jesus even said, by yourself, you can do nothing. But at the same time, Jesus says, greater works will you do than what you see me do. What is Jesus talking about? At one moment, he says, by yourself, you can do nothing. Then the next moment, he says, hey, you will do greater works than what, what you see me do. When he said the last sentence, greater works shall Shall you see me do what did Jesus also mention? I must go back to my Father so that I can send you the Holy Spirit, so that the Holy Spirit can lead you to all truths. Friends, we can do nothing unless we are empowered by the Holy Spirit. And Jesus knew this. He even told the disciples. The disciples had spent three years with him, seeing the miracles that he performed. At one stage, he sent them out two by two to do what he had taught them. And yet he told them this. Next slide, please. On one occasion, he was eating with them. He gave them this command: Do. Go back, go back. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my Father promised which you heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days, you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then, next slide, please. And so when you come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the uh, kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know times or seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority, but you receive power, with the Holy, when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will receive what? Power. Whose power? The Lord's power. Which means when you pray for the sick, who is doing the work? The Lord is doing the work. Amen. When you pray for a miracle to happen, who is doing the work? Not you, but the Lord. When we are baptized in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit does not take us as robots and control us like robots. But we become channels by which the Holy Spirit can flow through us. Now, when we are baptized with the Holy Spirit, Or in the Holy Spirit. You find that our own will, it has not died yet. God doesn't violate our free will. We can still choose, even after we have been baptized in the Holy Spirit, whether we want to allow God to do the work through us, right? Okay? So when we are baptized in the Holy Spirit, the power is manifested when the Holy Spirit flows through us. We become channels. But how wide is that channel? How much do we allow the Holy Spirit to move through us? George Muller says this. He was a great minister, I think in the 1800s. And he said this. When you ask for the reason for his success, George Muller says this. There was a day when George Muller died died completely to self-opinion, to self desire, died completely. And since then, all that he wanted was that for God's will to be done in his life. Is that our desire? Or do we desire things for ourselves? Do we desire for the Lord's will to be done through us? So that we can see people coming to the Lord. So that we can see the sick healed. So that we can see the oppressed being set free. Do we allow ourselves to be the channel of the Holy Spirit? But how do we make ourselves as a channel of the Holy Spirit? Friends, the only way is through prayer. Inertly in every single human being is a desire to know God better and to do God's will. It is almost like a seed, a seed potential life, a seed that's able to be turned into a great tree. When you place a seed in dry ground, does anything happen? Nothing. But when you begin to water that ground, when the ground is soft and moist and the seed is in there, what happens to that seed? It germinates and becomes a tree. Prayer is just like that. The seed is already in you. God has placed in every single person a desire to know him and a desire to do his will. Prayer is watering the grounds of your heart. Until you become so wet, the seed begins to germinate. And you say, God, I want to do your will. And when you want to do the will of God, when you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will take whatever you are desiring and turn it into reality. And a miracle will happen. Friends, today, how many of you need a miracle even by yourself? How many of you will say, yes, I want to be used by God? I want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. I want the Holy Spirit to work through me so that I can see the sick healed, the oppressed set free, people set free from their hurts. I want to be used mightily by God for I believe that miracles happen and it can happen through my ministry. How many of you will say that today? Amen. Let's pray. Hallelujah. Father, we do thank you that we serve and a mighty God, a God with whom all things are possible. And you desire, Father, for us to be used by you so that we can bring the gospel, your gospel of truth to people in the world. Truly, Father, we desire, Father, for miracles to happen so that these people can be convinced that there is a God in heaven who loves them. Use us, Father, as your channels. And with every head bowed and every eye closed, some of you here, you may be sick or you may be having a great challenge in your life and you need a miracle. And you say, Pastor, please pray for me. If that's you, will you just raise your hands? Yes, I see several hands going up. You need a miracle, yes. I see several hands going up. Praise God. Praise God. And how many of you will say, I want to be used by God, to be a channel to pray for those who need a miracle? How many of you say that? Yes, I see many hands going up. God bless you. Father, I do thank you for the response to your word. I pray, Father, that you will empower those who desire to be used by you. And I pray, Father, for those that need a miracle, that indeed today, they will see that miracle. I do thank you, Lord. I do praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Those who say that you need a miracle, will you just come forth to the front right now? Just come to the front right now. We want to pray for you. And many of you have said that you want to be used by God to be the channels of God's power, to pray for those who need a miracle. Will you just come and pray for this? Just come and pray for this right now. I want to show you today that indeed a miracle can take place through your ministry. Come forth and pray for these people. Amen? Praise God. Pastor Gary.
1: if you just might stand. We'll just uh, spend just a few moments just in God's presence. It won't go long, but we thank you, Jesus. We thank you for your tender mercies, Lord, though are knew every morning. Lord, your favor towards us, even this day, is fresh, and Lord, it's new, and Lord, by faith, we just feel the dew of heaven, Lord, coming upon our expectation. Lord, the seed of breakthrough is in our hearts. We just ask should to nurture it to moisture Father, there is a multitude, Lord, of needs here. And Lord, we do declare to the heavens that our God does miracles, that miracles still happen, that Jesus, yes, you are the same. Today, as you were yesterday, forever and ever. Lord, we surrendered your physical presence because you wanted to send the Holy Spirit. Because, Lord, you were going to be locked down to one geographical location. But right now, in Kelmscott, Western Australia, in 2013, Father, your Holy Spirit is here. We've been channeled through. Hearts of expectation for the believers. And so, Lord, we speak life, Lord, over these bodies. We speak breakthrough, Lord. We speak victory. Lord, we claim, Lord, your kingdom come. Lord, invade the need here, we pray. Thank you, Lord, that you're not a God, that we've got to shout you down from heaven, Lord. We don't have to have a formula, Lord. Father, we just have to say yes. I pray for each of you here this morning that if you are here right now, just say yes. God, I receive, I believe, I believe, I receive. I believe and I receive. I receive and I believe. Right now, dear God, do your work, Father, in Jesus' wonderful name. Hallelujah just going to still take a couple more minutes and if you've come out the front and you feel that just to lay hands be a bit more engaged but Lord we do pray for an incredible breakthrough in these lives life in the name of Jesus Jesus
2: Hallelujah
3: just say, nothing, nothing is impossible for God. Nothing is impossible for God. And also just a week ago, I can feel it here. I just know within my spirit that the miracles are happening in your lives right now. I know that nothing is impossible for God. Luke 8.15, one. 8:1, when Mike preached that week, when he said, God is willing we just have to attach our faith and our trust like children to his willingness because God is willing. And I, I can feel it all over. I truly can. Just accept it, believe it in faith, and you have it.
1: This is where I'd love to be able to lead you in a song. It'll probably spoil the mood.
2: Jeez. jesus mm-hmm. hallelujah jesus
1: thank you lord
3: Say it. Tell Him. Say it out loud. What it is you need. Say it. Speak it out. You don't have to say it so everybody else can hear But speak it out. Say it exactly what it is. Acknowledge what you need. Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God and He will lift you up. Say the words. Just say it. Just tell Him. Tell him how much you love him. Tell him how much you trust him. Tell him how much you believe. And say what the problem is and let him deal with it. Thank you, Jesus.
1: Thank you,
2: Lord. Jesus. Hallelujah. Sing with me, how great is our God? Oh, see how great, how great is our God? How great is our God? Sing with me, how our God, oh see how great, how great is our God. He's the name. He's the name above all names. You are worthy
1: Before we uh, close the service, and God's doing some wonderful things, I'm going to get Ravi just to come and just share the gospel. And just you come up here, thanks, Ravi. Thank you, Lord.
2: While we're in this atmosphere where the Lord's
1: touching so many, if there's anyone here. Has never received the Lord Jesus as their Lord and Savior, and would like to, would like to know Jesus, just ask you now, um, we're going to give you an opportunity to receive him. But if there's anyone here at all who doesn't know Jesus as his Savior, could you raise your hand so I can see you? Now, is there
2: anyone? All right,
1: thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Okay, we'll keep going with the prayer. Hallelujah. And all the earth will see how great is our And so God wants to display His reality and His power in our lives. And yes, we will all have questions as to the why and the when, and we will address some of those things as we go. But what we do know is this. God loves you. He loves you so much. And He does signs and wonders. Miracles do happen, and they still happen. And they can happen here today. What God's done somewhere else, God can do here. What God's done for someone else, He can do for you. God can do wonderful things. So may it be according to our faith and our expectation. Dear Lord, lift the expectation, Lord, as we just continue to speak out, Lord, your love and life into this place. Show yourself off with signs and wonders. In the name of Jesus. Everybody said? Amen. Amen. Fantastic. We're going to have more miracles, more testimonies. Next week, another testimony of what God's doing in our lives. Fantastic. So God bless you. Thank you. Tonight, I'm doing something. I'm distilling about a 1,000 hours of Old Testament research into 25 minutes. So it'll be good fun. Thank you, Jesus.
0: Awesome.